You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand, everyone. You know, I, I love what Zach said earlier when he said that God is here and He never left us. But sometimes I feel like if you would agree with me that there are moments in your life where you don't feel God's presence, yes? I mean, just during this week, you prayed and nothing happened and you wonder, like what Zach said, Lord, where are you? Nasanga. Can I encourage you a little bit right now? Is it okay? Just a, a, a very personal sharing. A few weeks ago, we lost a loved one in our family. There was a death in the family. My wife's Lola, we fondly call her Abu, passed away. She was 98 years old and she lived a full life. But you know, the blessing that I personally experienced witnessing her, her, her life passing away was that moment where I had a chance to be with her on, all by myself. And... Um, she was struggling for breath and she had a stroke and she was she could not move anymore her physical body was already was already uh, depleted and deteriorated but i could see her and she was just gasping for breath and you know in that moment can i just be honest with you i felt god and i'll tell you why this is something that we're going to study today didoy is going to preach this so well and in the book of Exodus, the first time that God revealed His name, He said, I am Yahweh. Everybody say Yahweh. Yahweh. But did you know this? This is for Bible nerds. Did you know that in the Hebrew language, we spell Yahweh as Y-A-H-W-E-H, right? That's Yahweh. In the Hebrew language, did you know that in the original transcription, they did not use vowels? No vowels. It wasn't available in their, in their vocabulary, in the language. They only used consonants. Much, much later on, we made it so convenient because we used vowels that we put in A and E. But in those times, it was just Y-H-W-H. Listen to this. Y-H, if you separate that with W-H, Y-H is the sound when you inhale. Can you do that right now? Inhale. Take a deep breath. Isn't that the sound that's being produced? YH. The sound when you exhale is WH. It's exhale right now. Turn to your neighbor and exhale. Buti na lang, kayo. So what am I trying to say? Y-H, W-H. Some of you need to know this. In the moments where you ask, God, where are you? Lord, nasaan ka sa problema kong ito? Lord, hinahanap kita, hindi kita maramdaman. Not knowing that God lives in every breath that you take. How amazing is that? God chose to name Himself something that we cannot help but speak every moment that we are alive and so in the moment where my our lola was struggling for breath i i knew she was calling on the name of god in her lips and you know the moment she lost her breath i knew that it, she was no longer calling the name of god why because she was already speaking it in his presence every moment that you take your breath god is with you even non-believers they do not know that they acknowledge the presence of God. Yahweh. So never ever think that God is not with you. As long as you are alive, God is in your lips. And you're praising Him in every moment. No wonder the Bible said, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Why don't we praise the Lord right now? 10 seconds of praise. Come on, 10 seconds of praise for every good 
the ways that he blessed you, for the ways that he saved you. God is good and let's give him a shout right now. Come on. Ah, oh, thank you, Jesus. How many of you are happy that you're here? Raise your hand. Praise God. Can we give a big hand to all our servants, our worship team, all the servants serving in the background, everybody online also serving. Thank you so much. I want to take this moment and uh, acknowledge two very important groups of people. The first one, all our first timers. Raise your hand if this is your first time. Come on, let's clap our hands for our newcomers. Welcome them. Everybody say, welcome home. From now on, this is your spiritual family. Once upon a time, we were there in your place when we walked into this community. And now we're all here together. And we're hoping that, that you have the same journey of experiencing the love of God. Welcome home. After the feast, we would love to welcome you by giving you a gift. Whether you are here or even if you're online, we got a special gift for you to welcome you into the community. We got a, a first-timers right there. They're holding the banner on that side. Just go there and we'll, we'll connect with you. We'll plug you in and we'd love to, to have a chat with you. And that speaks also for those of you online, by the way. We have this digital platform. You know, you know it probably. It's called Zoom. We have a little gathering called Zoomustahan. Uh, chances are we're posting the link right now. Join us. You know, connect with us. We want to pray for you. We want to be there for you and journey with you towards Jesus. So we'll see you after this session is done, okay? The second group of people that I'd love to acknowledge, we haven't done it yet, the birthday celebrants of the month of October. Raise your hand if that's you. Come on. Keep your hands raised up. Keep your hands raised up. Yeah. Come on. Sige. Tash nilang kamay nyo para makita ng mga taong mga manglilibre ngayong, ngayong, ngayong buwan na to. We want to pray for you, if that's okay. Please, please, lay your hand on our birthday celebrants. They only celebrate it once a year. That's special. Father, we thank you for this person. We thank you that there's so much life and so much love and abundance that you're going to pour out into their life. We don't even know what it is, but we just declare that it's going to be good because you are good. And for whatever it's worth, Lord, this prayer is for them. And we are declaring in advance that the future that awaits them, you're already there. You've already orchestrated every blessing. You've already mapped out every, every single gift that you want to give to them. We thank you for the problems that they went through to get to this point because we believe that they are stronger, wiser, and more trusting in you. And we pray that they would experience you in a deeper and greater way in this season of their life. Bless them more, Lord, so that they can serve more and love more. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody say happy birthday. Tatampo yung iba sa inyo. Kala nyo, kinalimutan na namin hindi ito eh. We do that every month, and uh, it's, it's one way to celebrate uh, because we believe we're a family, right? Families celebrate together in our little way. That's the thing that we can give you, a spiritual blessing. Are you ready for God's Word for you today? All right, so I'm not going to delay it anymore. You've been standing for quite some time, and uh, I'd like to invite you to say our favorite prayer here at the feast. As we all come together, let's do this. The greatest symbol of love in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Stretch your hands up in the air like you just don't care. And say this with me. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I'm blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Hey, if you're online and you're watching us, we do this every week as we read and open God's Word. I'd love you to stand up and give reverence and honor. As we all sing, lift up your hands, sing with me. Thy Word. We're going to break open the Word in just a few moments. Dido is going to preach that to you. But right now, I just want you to humbly and sincerely close your eyes and know that God is here. And where God is, miracles happen. Messages are going to fill this place. Healing is going to take place here today. Father, we just open our hearts to you. Though there may, might be somebody here who has never experienced a spiritual awakening, I pray for that person right now, that you would pry open those locked gates, the prisons and the dark spaces of their hearts that might have been trapped there for so long. I pray that you, you reveal your light and shine your light in that, in, that, in that place of theirs. And I pray, Lord, for every person here yearning for a message, Whatever that specific area of their life that they're struggling with, Father, I pray and I declare that you will speak straight into that situation through our preacher. I pray that there would be a resurgence of faith after this, this message so that every person here, I declare that in Jesus' name, we will leave this place completely refreshed, completely renewed, and completely ready for a brand new week. We thank you, Jesus, that even now you are speaking and encouraging and inspiring us. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, and all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. One more time, everybody sing with me. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand, everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Friends, you can take your seats as we all give a warm, warm welcome to our preacher for today. Please welcome Doc Didoy Lobaton. Good morning. I need to give feedback to PICC na maalikabok po dito. Kasi, bisa pa lang, may iyak na ako. Uy, <laughs> naghanda ako onte kasi <laughs> it's gonna be a powerful talk. Are you ready for God's word for you? Can you remind the person beside you, touch that person and say, ginusto mo yan? <laughs> say, bawiin mo naman, sabi mo, God will speak powerfully to you today. In my work as a holistic doctor, I see the person's physical illness. I also look into the psychological unwellness of the person, sometimes the spiritual dryness. So all areas of a person, I see the person as a whole human being, not just a body. And in the midst of the pandemic, even up to this time, we see an uptick of cases of people going through a lot, just like you and me. And sometimes I really get talks about mental health or I get to do some one-on-one -on -one sessions to people who really need it. And in my work as a seafarer's doctor, I see a lot of seafarers going through a lot of that situation too. And the first thing that I do is reassurance. Everybody say reassurance. I reassure them that everybody goes through problems. Depende na lang sa pagdadalayan. Look at the person beside you. Kamusta ang pagdadala ng problema? Grabe, nagja-judge na tayo. So that's a reassurance. But I also help them by saying three things. Three steps on, in some way, navigate it. It's Mental Health Week, by the way. And Dr. Itchel Alignay opened it up so well. You can care for you. So I really want our talks to be practic practical also. Are you ready for this? 
when you see someone going through that, or it is you, the first step that we say is recognize. The principle is to recognize. We cannot heal what we do not feel. We need to recognize. We need to identify the problem so that we can solve the problem. We identify what we're feeling. Is it worry, fear, anger, sadness? And acknowledge them. It's okay not to be okay. Because we grew up with the, with the, with the situation that if you're showing some sadness, shh, kaya mo yan. Huwag kang iiyak, huwag kang iiyak. I allow myself to feel such emotions in God's presence. I sit with them, searching, why am I feeling this way? Emotions, remember this, especially the dark ones, they are the windows of our souls. They reveal our woundedness, our histories. They reveal our desperate need for God's love. Recognize so that you don't run away from them. Let these emotions lead you to the doorway to God, our healer. Amen. Say to the person beside you, Aminin. Secondly, after recognizing, I encourage people to resolve. Gawan mo ng paraan. My body, my mind, my responsibility. Aray. It's very important. One thing that I do is I take things quietly. I sit down, I relax, and I just take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. And the best thing for resolution also is to just focus on your breathing. You don't do anything. Just focus on your, your mind onto breathing. Because our mind sometimes is like a monkey swinging from one thought over the other. Our monkey mind never stops, never sleeps. What we encourage is to shift from being a monk, from having a monkey mind to a monk mind. Relaxed, still, composed, and allowing yourself and recognizing yourself that you are in the presence of God. Do this inhale, exhale, meditation, meditational prayer time. Just be still. And you will be more receptive to God's presence. And thirdly, you move to the third step, which is refer. Everybody say refer. You refer it to a specialist, to a doctor. Yes, you have someone who can help you in your family, your friend, your therapist. But I also encourage people to refer it to God. We always have sayings in this feast that I, we declare, we have faith declarations. I am completely, perfectly loved, we say that. One of my favorites too, which I also do personally, is I, when I am going through stuff. How many people are going through stuff? Yeah? Oh, perfect ang buhay ng mga feasters. So sometimes I, I go, go through some, I am still going through some stuff. I sit down and my faith declaration says, God is with me, God is for me. I was there, habang miyak na rin ako, habang right there when Audi was leading us all during the Mass, I felt the Eucharist, the God's presence. And I was reminded, God is with me, God is for me. God is with me. God is for me again and again and again. And before you know it, you will feel God's peace. My point, my friend, God is always with you. God is always for you. Be reminded that you are in God's abiding presence. That whatever you are facing, you can face God and offer it to Him. God was in your past, God is in your present, and God will always be in your future. And that, my friend, is my one big message for today. 
the one big message for today is God is always with me. Can you say it out loud? Can you say it to the person beside you? God is always with me. In every feast, this is our God encounter. It's good to be reminded every Sunday that God is always with us. This is our study, the third talk of Exodus, the series that we're going through in the next coming more. The last, this is our third day. This is our third talk. And we've seen how God has always been with us up to this point. Today, we will going to read and be inspired and reflect about how God, Moses, encountered God in a very special way. And uh, this is our declaration, my friends, that during our prayer meeting, during our feast gathering, we will have that nourishment that God encountered and we will burn with fire. And we're not going to be burning out because of the stress, because of the hard things and truths in life. And again, speaking about fire, this is where it gets very interesting. We're going to be talking about the burning bush. So if you have your Bible, even online, open it up on Exodus 3. I'm going to start it. Let's read it. Let me start it. One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. Here we go. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement through the bush. Through, though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. Here's our first message. I'm going to give you four reflections, four messages during this talk. And here's the first one. Let God be your fire and your fuel. Just like that burning bush. It was on fire, but it wasn't burning up, burning out. You sometimes feel that you are so physically tired. Even mentally tired. After ng feast, Monday na naman bukas. It may mean that you have served very well. It was very fulfilling. You did your best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. Diba? Sabi ng kanta. There are times when you are emotionally and even spiritually tired. And sometimes, Lord, you don't want to go to the feast, you don't want to go to church, you don't want to have that prayer time. I urge you to look under, have a self-check today, self-reflection today, and check what or even who is fueling your life. Saan nanggagaling ang lakas mo? Why? What? Why do you do what do you Why do you do what you do? Is it out of pride? Is it out of desperation? Is it out of insecurity? Is it is it your desire just to get the approval of people, to get the crowd to like you or to love you? Is it your fuel? Is it your free will that you have your own little strength? Or the alternative is your inner fuel, is that presence of God in your life. Kaya po, I can really say, hirap sabihin ito, pero aminin ko na po talaga, pogi po talaga ako. Because if you, nali, nali, wait, joke to joke, tamawa kayo ha. Pogi po talaga ako. Pati yung, yan, sir, tingnan mo, tingnan, tingnan, pogi yan. Kasi pag tinignan pa lang ako, presence of God inside. Di ba? Dapat talaga hindi ko na chinok yun eh. More than a thousand years later, look, from, from the history to a thousand years later, you will see that, you know, look, 
in his gospel or in, even, even in the Acts of the Apostles, you'll see that there was fire there. Do you remember? That during the Pentecost day, the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples of Jesus and it came upon them as like tongues of fire. And if you can imagine that every person was like a burning bush. They were on fire, but they were not burning out. That is a beautiful illustration. That same anointing is right here with us as children of God. I believe that we are called to burn with passion, burn with so much life and thrive to be the place where people can encounter God, to burn with His love, not to be consumed. Because to burn with love but not be consumed because we love with his love not ours let me say that again i want you if you are with someone today family friend can you hold the hand of that person okay lang yan okay lang yan magkasama na magsha-share din mga yung pagkain mamaya okay kikis mo din yan say this to, to that person make that spiritual truth today to burn with, say that to the person, to burn with love but not be consumed because we love with His love, not ours. That's why we, when I was younger, I always say, I say, Jesus in me loves you. Jesus in me loves you. Because if it's just me, I hate you. Right? Jesus in me loves you. Sa mga younger versions, Jim Lee, Jesus in me loves you. Message number two. You like the first message? Here's the story. Let's continue. Chapter 3, verse 4. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am. Moses replied. And this is God's second message for all of us today. God always makes the first move. God always makes the first move. Did you notice in what we just read? God initiated the conversation. God is the initiator of the calling. God draws Moses and calls out his name. God makes the first move. He is the one who is really wanting this relationship? Neliligawan kani Lord today. Sometimes, how often we get this the other way around. We think that you know. Sometimes that this is image of God thing, guys. Sometimes we think that God is like Christmas. If you're naughty or you're nice, it depends on how God will love you, right? No, God is not Santa Claus. He's so much, much bigger than that. He is not a distant God. And wait, mabait ka ba? He's not distant. He's not aloof. He is not insensitive to what's going on with your life. He knows your every need. He feels you. He cares for you way beyond you can care for you. Yun yun book ni Dr. Ichel. But that is the spiritual truth. You can care for you because God cares for you. He is our fuel. And you know what? Even if you haven't reached out to God, today we are reminded God wants you. God is reaching out to you. If it is your first time to come to the feast, welcome. God has called you to be one with the family. If you, if you have been ongoing with the feast and you feel like, God, there's nothing going on with you, I don't think so. I believe that God is working in you. Maybe patience is what is God working in you. Maybe the fruitfulness that you're waiting for, it's because there's still happening in your roots. There's still happening in your nourishment. It's not yet time. I don't know, but I know. I know that God wants you here. Say to the person beside you, God wants you here. Today, I pray that our image of God changes to that of what we just read today. He, we, 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 we are reminded that God initiates the conversation. We are reminded that God wants us. May we have that image of God that God is like manliligaw. It's a suitor wooing you, courting you. Come to Him. 
going to Him because everything that we need, our health, our happiness, our fullness of life is with the Lord. Will you say yes? So I still say yes. Walang nakarelate. Message number three. God sets you apart for Himself. That's the truth. You are set apart. Everybody say set apart. This is a hard thing. Let's go through it. So, chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, sinabi na pala yun. And here I am, Moses replied, diba? And then this is what God said. Together, do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Isaac, uh, Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. As Catholics, I love to be as a, I love being a Catholic because we're very familiar with the physical expressions of reverence. Like we are so reverent when communion happens because that is the real presence of Jesus during the Eucharist and during the communion. Uh, we, when we go to the adoration chapel in, in the parishes, we remove our sandals, we kneel before the blessed sacrament. But what does it mean? What does it mean when something is holy? When someone, when a place is holy? Sometimes we think that being holy is being pious, doing charity, doing good works. We also, we also have that notion and we tease people of being too churchy, being too religious, like, di ako pwede dyan, masusunog ako dyan. Ay, ang holy mo naman. Hindi ka kasama na. Ang holy mo. Di ako makarelate sa'yo. But, but when the Bible uses the term holy, everybody say holy. It means something different. And I want you to be open today. It literally means set apart. Everybody say set apart. There's a passage in the book of Leviticus that says, you are to distinguish between the holy and the common and between the unclean and the clean. Keep it up there. Did you notice the opposite of holy is not evil. The opposite of holy is common. Because what is common is for everybody. But what is holy is for God. Let that sink in. You need to own this spiritual truth. God has set you apart for Him. Sa Tagalog, kalimutan ko, itinabi, ipinili, I forgot. <laughs> but mas malalim yung, yung word ng Tagalog eh. Set apart. Again, everybody say set apart. Alam mo yung ano, like the illustration of you don't, we come from the feast, we go home, right? And you don't use and put your shoes on the dining table. It doesn't fit because the dining table is set apart for what? For eating, for food, yes? And you do not bring the dishes to your bedroom because the bedroom is set apart for sleeping, resting, and for couples, lovemaking, yes? But ako nag-hesitate? Totoo naman. Right? And you, and you don't, you know, the point is, you are set apart. There is nothing special about the ground where, G, where Moses was asked to remove his sandals. No, it's not the ground. It's who is on the ground. It's the presence of God. And God is calling you to His presence. God sets you apart by His presence. Again, holy is not being pious or doing something good stuff. It primarily means, when you, say, when you say holy, it means recognizing that God is present in your life. That's why we do our work 
like we do it for God because God is right there, present in your job. Kahit may mga demonyo dun. God has called you and set you apart for that job because it honors God. And you know, God has called you and set you apart. Ang, ang hirap ng truth na ito, but I'm trying to say to you that it primarily means that recognizing that God is present. And again, we, God, is inviting us. We are invited to open up ourselves to that relationship. And that is what God expressed in what we had just have said. He said that I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And this was saying, I have a relationship with your forefathers. I called them despite their broken, wounded, sinful, and messed up. But I love them anyway. I set them apart anyway. And, and I am setting you apart too. And I am calling you too. And I love you too. And here's what happened next. This is funny. After God says he will rescue his people from the oppressive slavery of Pharaoh in Egypt, he says to Moses, here we go, verse 10. It says, he says to Moses this one. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt. In Genesis, God partnered with Adam, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, even Jacob. And even though they tried every time, they still failed. But God did not fail. God doesn't give up. From Genesis now, even to Exodus, God doesn't give up. He, wow, he now partners with Moses. Alam mo? Even if time and time again, even in your generations as a family, even if there was sins and sins of generations, generations and generations of sin, God still chooses you. That's how God is. He, he, Moses actually protested and he said, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people out of, Israel, of Israel out of Egypt? You know, I could, you could imagine that. Is, is Moses like a Filipino who says, Who am I? Bakit ako? Bakit ako no, I don't think so. I think he was really saying, Bakit ako? You, you see that difference? Bakit ako? What? It's, 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 it's Moses telling the Almighty God, you, you picked the wrong guy. Hindi ako. You see the unworthiness? You see the hesitation? You, 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 he, Moses was saying, you made a mistake. Hindi ako. Wag ako. And it's, it's, it's hilarious that sometimes we also do that when God calls us to do mighty things. We think, sino ba ako? Hindi ko kaya to. Shun alone. But here is what God told him. He said, after the denial, after the, you know what God said? You know, Mo Mo Moses was, be, was being sinusugo siya eh. Go. And he said, no. But, hindi ako, bakit ako? You know what Moses, uh, what, G, what God said? God told Moses, the answer is, I will be with you. Did you get that? You make that note today that we, Moses was saying, why me? Why me? Who am I? But God answered, I will be with you. Wait a minute. I will go back to that. In this entire conversation with God, Moses actually said no five times. Multiple times. You know, multiple times that, you know, we... We can relate to Moses that when God calls us to do things, when God calls us to build a family, to start a business, when God calls us into that unknown territories, into right into the pharaohs of our lives, we say, no, why me? Who am I? But, but God said, I will be with you. And, and here's Moses' second rejection from verse 13. Read it. If I go to the people of Israel... And tell them, 
the God of your ancestors has sent me to you. They will ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? Let's continue with the fourth message. And the fourth message is this. This is really good, guys. Listen to this. God is with you forever. Can you say that, please? God is with you forever. God is always with me. And this is where God introduces himself. Come be with me as we go through this one. Verse 14 to 15. God, despite his, you know, despite his no to God, God's reply is this. God replies to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God has also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of J Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. In ancient Hebrew, I am who I am is translated Eye, Asher, Eye. Can you say that? Eye, Asher, Eye. That phrase is so profound and it's so deep because it means being present now and being present in the future. Eternal presence. Eye, Asher, Eye can also be translated as I am who I am but it also means I will be who I will be. But it also can be translated as I will be who I am. You know, the truth is God is not fickle. He is not flaky. But He is for you. He is consistent yesterday, today, and forever. He is consistent for who He is. Generations upon generations. And centuries later, in the first letter of John, the, the writer defines God by his nature and his consistent action. John says, God is love. Yesterday, today, and forever. So, let me go back to that mental note that I was asking you to do. When Moses said, here we go. When Moses said, who am I to do this? I am a nobody. God told him, I will be with you. Actually, if you look into it, really, Moses was a perfect candidate to save the Israelites because he was, he was coming from the household of Pharaoh and, and he grew up in the wilderness and he had, he had a lot of credentials. But, but, but Moses was saying, I am not that person. Who am I? But God did not say, Magaling ka naman, Moses. You're good. I believe in you. You can do it. That's not the God that we serve. When we are doubting ourselves and we say, Who am I? God says, I will be with you. The original Hebrew word used in that statement was also Eye. And God was already giving his name. Moses did not know it yet. Come with me closer. God's name and God's nature are the same. Some of you, my dear friends, need to hear this reminder, this word very badly. Because perhaps you've come to this feast and yet you are so hungry feeling so alone and afraid. And like Moses, you feel like, who am I? I feel like nobody. I feel like trash. I am unworthy. You feel like a, a failure. And you're worried about tomorrow. And you may say, no, no. But God is telling you, yes, I am with you now. I have been with you. And I will be with you tomorrow. thousand years later again, Jesus commissioned His disciples. This is really good. Jesus commissioned His disciples and says this same word. Matthew 28, verse 20. 
after saying, go into the whole world and preach the good news. The last few words of Jesus to his disciples, extending it to all of us, is this. And be, can you read it together? And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Because God is consistent, we can trust Him. Amen? May I ask you to stand, please? Let's have this point of reflection as we go into worship. Let's pause for a while and really reflect on this. God is always with me. In social media now, sometimes when you open it again, sometimes you see the pictures of the past. Yes? Throwback. Timeline. Yeah? Because we are, we are the ones fickle. We're the ones flaky. Sometimes we love God. Sometimes we hate Him. But God is like a suitor. I will be with you. And oh, and today, I want you to really reflect what we are so blessed to have God in our lives. We are so blessed that we, what a mighty God we serve, what a loving God, a faithful God that we serve. Sometimes we forget. But I want to give you that evidence today. Go back into your life. Really? Go back. Today is October 2022. If you look at the timeline, maybe some of you, many years ago, baon sa utang. Pero ngayon, konti na lang. Okay ngayon, bayad na. Okay na. Some of you were praying, Lord, wala akong jowa. Ngayon, bundis na. Some of you may be saying, Lord, Lord, I feel so alone. But now you are with a spiritual family. Two. October. I really fell into depression last year. Talking about mental health. Because that was a very tough year. Uh, one of my colleague doctors passed away last April, that April. And then Father Michael LaGuardia passed away August, September, October. I, last year, I, I was in the middle of that very down moment. Nagtatampo ako kay Lord. Galit ako ante. But you know what? I can say to you, and I can preach to you, God has always been with me. In my crying, in my giggle, in my hurting, God has always been there. I want, to look for you. I want you to look into your life. The evidence that God has always been with you is when you really become grateful and really look one day you will look back and that is that day. You will look back and say, God has been faithful. See that He is faithful. That His promises ever since has been true and will always be true because that is who God is. I am who I am. I will be who I will be. And that is His eternal presence in our lives and His eternal glory. If you actually analyze the objections of Moses to God, they were all about what Moses cannot do. But today, if you read about the five responses of God to Moses, they were about what God is doing and what God will continually do and who God is. So my friends, stop. Stop focusing on what you cannot do. Start focusing on what God is doing and what God will continue to do. Go back. As we worship today, you can look back what Jesus has already done for us. 
He left heaven, became man, so that He could reserve us for Himself and call us His. He's welcoming you home again. He died and rose so that we can be set apart. So that we can be with Him forever. And as we worship, may our response be, I want to know you more, Lord. I, I want to be introduced to who you really are. And I'm taking off my pride. I'm taking off my fear. I'm taking off my insecurity. And Lord, I just want you. That's our prayer as we go. Because we are praying. We have been praying for many things. We're saying to God, Lord, why did this happen? Why isn't it happening? Too many prayers. But instead of looking into what we do not have, it's looking if into what we are not, who we are not. We look at who He is. Look at God. And shift your perspective today. Can I invite you to a prayer time with the Lord today? Close your eyes if you will. You can raise your hands in prayer. Lord, we recognize that we are fickle. We are broken. We recognize that we are shameful. That we are not enough. We recognize that we are hurt. And we have hurt others. But we also shift our perspective to recognizing who you are. We look to you. Not what we can do, but what you can do in our lives. Not our burdens, but we look to you who is the blessing giver. Breathe in us again today, Lord. And may our image of you, not a far, far God who looks down on us, but a loving Father welcoming us. And despite our objections, Lord, you always, you always draw us near to you. And despite our rejecting you, you are, readers, you are still redirecting us to your love, to your mercy. Oh Lord, Jesus. We receive that spiritual truth today that you are for us, not against us. That you will bless us, not curse us. We receive you, Jesus. We are yours. You are always with me. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.